Good evening, folks. It is Wednesday night. You're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. The other co-host, the lovely Laura, will be joining us in just a moment. I want to thank you all for uh, tuning in tonight. We've got a great show for you tonight. Our guest tonight will be uh, Caleb Conley, a PWX champion, and I will be posing to him the million-dollar question. Uh, we'd like to thank you very much for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for all the, the nice comments that we get on, on Twitter and Facebook and through social media. If you'd, like to, uh, if you'd like to talk to us tonight, you can call in at 213-816-1605. And right now I'm going to bring on, as always with me, the lovely Laura, who is as giddy as a schoolgirl on prom night. Hey, Bob. How are you? I am super and duper. How about you? I know that you're duper and super. You are excited, aren't you? (laughs) I am very excited. I'm very excited to talk to Caleb. I know that you are. Folks, uh, have to uh, have to tell you, both Laura and I, and, and we want to want to give a shout out to our friends that are out on the East Coast. If you're in the uh, Georgia area, the Carolinas area, and the Virginia area that are uh, going through this storm that's swung up your way this evening, uh, please be safe. Uh, please watch uh, watch traveling. Uh, I know that uh, myself, being here in Louisiana, we went through a through an ice storm last night and uh, had an hour drive into work this morning. I know Laura. Had some problems with her commute on the way home. Uh, please be prepared. You know, I'm not. We're not AAA or anything like that. But I know some folks have posted us some videos and uh, sent us some pictures of stuff. And uh, you know, weather being unpredictable, just please be careful. We want you to be around. Uh, so please, you know, just take all the precautions that you need. And uh, you know, if you're uh, in a bad way to go, just hunker down and uh, don't go out unless you actually have to. Yes, stay home and listen to us. We'll keep you company. That's that's the best idea I've heard of. That's the best idea I've heard there of. Are you? I'm cranky, Lauren. Laura, I'm I'm just cranky. I'm, I, Ooh, between that drive, cranky, Bob. between that drive and dealing with blog talk radio this evening, and uh, I hope that uh, I hope that uh, everybody's able to hear the show all right. I had some problems. Blog talk radio had some problems getting logged in this evening, but everything seemingly is working okay. Uh, and if there's a problem or anything, if you can text us or tweet us, you can find us uh, on Twitter. Our uh, Twitter address is at from the Armory. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Laura, you have the Facebook address? Facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. You can uh, send us a message if for some reason uh, you're calling and you can't get through uh, you know, sometimes Blog Talk Radio can be a little bit suspect on it. Uh, I did want to say I received uh, received some feedback uh, about the commentary that I did last week about uh, trolling for wrestlers, and um, you know, the uh, some of uh, some people doubted some of the stories that I told, so I put up some pictures, uh, you know, to show, you know, to tell the folks, you know, that. What I'm telling you is true. You know, I, I pride myself on honesty. Uh, we do that here, both Laura and I do. While other shows may fabricate some stories to try to achieve listeners or get some kind of ratings or, or whatever, uh, we don't need to do that. Um, we're not a, a dirt sheet show or we're not a, 
a rumor show. You know, Laura and I pride ourselves on on doing our homework and and, and going with what we know. Well, certainly. I mean, who who would make up a story about meeting the new breed? You know, if I were going to fabricate a story, it would be somebody other than two wrestlers from 1987. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> I no, mean, I know exactly what you mean. As a matter of fact, I had to kick CM Punk <laughs> out of my house tonight. You know, I told him I got a show I got to do. He had to um, leave. Did you tell him to come to my house? No, I just told him he had to be gone. I just, I just told him he had to be Mom, gone. Come on. Well, you you know, have to sometimes help a girl it's, out. Sometimes it's like that, Laura. Sometimes it's like that. Seven oh four, you're almost live from the armory. Hey, um, there is a guy named Ray Rock. He wrestles for Five Dollar Wrestling. He was the promoter. He doesn't know what he's doing in the ring. Ask Cable. Assume that nobody in the Five Dollar Wrestling wants to wrestle His name is Raider Rock. His name's Raider yeah, Rock. We know okay. we 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 know who Raider Rock is. Yeah, ask Caleb what he he is a big Raider Rock is the biggest crybaby. He's a big crybaby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. What? In, uh, he had a show in. He had a show in. They had a show uh, in. Uh, in uh, Hickory, right? You're talking about last Saturday. Yeah, right yeah he was supposed up. to. Sh- right, you're exactly right. He did not show up. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't he get your name. Who am I speaking with? Uh, is uh, Jenica Hart. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, very nice to very nice to hear from you. I'm saying he says that he is the. Hardcore, he's he's everybody right, said so he's a hardcore all about hardcore, but he didn't want to show up to the match. Okay, well we'll definitely we'll we'll definitely be talking a little bit about uh, the milestone event last week, and uh, we'll be addressing uh, hardcore Terry Houston, Jeff Hitman Hart, Raider Rock, and the Rock Corps. We'll be talking about them in just a few minutes. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for calling tonight. All right. Yep. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. So there goes Mrs. Hitman Hart, and uh, off into the long, cold night she goes. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. I couldn't understand her just like I couldn't understand Jeff Hart, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) I was about to say that, but I'm so glad I did. (laughs) Well, evidently the phone's working right. So, you know, Mrs. Hitman Hart calls in and, you know, I ask if the phone's working, and that's what I get. So, yep. at any rate, at any rate, kick CM Punk out of the house. We've got a big show to go on with. We started off with that call. Everything's rolling exactly the way that I, I thought that it would. Um, again, our guest this evening uh, is going to be the reigning and defending PWX champ, Caleb Conley. And he's going to be talking about uh, Rise of a Champion 9 this weekend, uh, two big nights for PWX. And uh, I know Laura's just completely beside herself over this, so I'm, I'm sure going to try not to. Uh, I'm going to try to. You can't contain Laura over Caleb Conley. You know, all you can do is hope to try to keep her. You know, the wheels on the on the track. You don't want her to run off course. So we're going to try to keep things streamlined so we can keep her in check. 
Uh, I'll be fine. I I know that you will. I know that you will. (laughs) I did want to talk about um, CWF Mid-Atlantic, Laura, the results from the Ultra J Showcase event that was held in Gibsonville. Uh, The one match that Mm -hmm. we talked about, uh, and I heard a lot about this match, Trevor Lee beat Andrew Everett uh, in a best two out of three falls match. And from what I was told, this match went 65 minutes. And a lot of folks were saying that this was a match of the year candidate. It was that good, Uh, which is not surprising because I like Andrew Everett's work, and I know that you've seen him too. Uh, He's good. Adam, Adam Page lost to Chase Dakota. Uh, Chase Dakota retains the CWF uh, TV title. Uh, Kamikaze Kid, Cyrus, and Lance Liu defeated Sean Christian, Smith Garrett, and Charlie Weston uh, when Lude, uh made Christian tap out. Um, I'm constantly impressed with CWF Mid-Atlantic. I, I, I like their work. Uh, there are some good wrestlers that are there. Uh, the events are very personable. The fans are extremely vocal. They're very supportive. It's everything that you could want in an indie promotion, for sure. Um, Their next event is called End of an Era. That's going to be uh, this Saturday, the 15th, in Gibsonville. If you want information on that, you can go to their website, uh, www.cwf247.com. Yeah, I'm going to have to venture down to Gibsonville one weekend. I'd like to go to one uh, of their shows. I, I really yeah, would. Um, I watched. <clears throat> go ahead, Laura. No, I was going to say, you know, I've, I've said it in the past, you know, Gibsonville is not that far from where I live. It's closer to me than Charlotte uh, would be. Um, but, yeah, I, I need to go down there because, you know, I'm I'm loving me some Lance Lude. I really am. So, um uh, hint, hint, Lance. Uh, check your Twitter DMs. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <clears throat> Need to venture down to uh, Gibsonville. But go ahead, Bob. No, and uh, you know one of the things that, that that's constant with CWF, and you know I talked about this before we went on the air. Um, the information that they get to the fans is clear and concise, and this is this is something that I would say to, to wrestling promoters or promotions if you're listening, and we had somebody that asked us to look into a promotion, and we did, and part of the problem is is that their website hadn't been updated since last, last October. It's hard to get information out to fans about your event and your wrestlers on your roster if you don't take the time to update your website. You know, it's, it's, very, it's very aggravating, you know. I mean, you would think... Right. You know, because wrestling is a business after all, you know, and even though you and I are entertained by it, the idea is is that they're to make money. It's hard to make money if you can't tell fans when your next event is because your website hasn't been updated and you're relying on, you know, a particular Facebook page or a, a Twitter account and you have links to that to a website that is, you know, obsolete because you haven't taken the time to update the information on it, you know. So just a, just a note out there to promoters, update your websites and let the fans know about where you're going to be and what your event is and who's going to be there. Very true. Very, very true. Because in this day and age of social media and, you know, 
everybody's so internet savvy, um, especially wrestling fans. You know, they don't call it the internet wrestling community for nothing. Um, so yeah, so you're right. You you got to get out that you got to get that information out there if you want people to come. You know, um, let's talk about milestone. Pardon me, milestone wrestling. The the absolute craziness that went on there uh, last Saturday. I know yeah. that uh, we both, um, you know, we're both good friends with Terry Houston, and uh, Terry was like the king <laughs> last weekend. Uh, we'll get to that um, here in just uh, a moment. Um, their card, uh, let's run down the card from last Saturday. Mike Levy defeated Trey Chaos. The Young Guns defeated Aaron Vaughn and Ben Wright. Um, Belton Creedmoor defeated Big Donnie and Mad Dog in a three-way by pinning Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. Tristan Ramsey, got to look out for this Tristan Ramsey. He, I think there's big things on the horizon for him. Defeated Average, and, and that's what they put. I'm not calling the man Average. I'm just reading what was on their Facebook page. Aaron Lucas. Um, the $5, pardon my French, clusterfuck match. Um, little Donnie got hit right in the head before he even got out there by Terry Houston and a kendo stick, busted him open from mm-hmm. the get-go. So we start out with that and end up with Jeff Hart having, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 skewers in his head. Yes. From what he had said about you and bar wire. Yes. Yeah. So um, the participants, I should announce them. That it was Terry Houston, King Jeremy Snaker. He's part of the Rock Corps. Uh, Johnny Psycho, Lil Donnie, and Jeff Hart, and I believe Anthrax was in this as well. So if I'm missing somebody, uh, I do apologize. I'm just going by what was on their Facebook page. Um, mm-hmm. So Terry Houston ended up winning that, and he didn't yes. have any color at all. You know, and I think Big Donnie was out at ringside, so he got involved a little bit too. So I really, really hate that I missed this match. Well, you know, um, after the uh, that that morning afterwards, and you know, I, I wanted to tell everybody, I told you all last week that Jeff Hart was going to endure more than what any man should have to endure. And he did. You know, I told everybody last week on this show that Jeff Hart was going to get hurt. And, you know, Mr. Houston fulfilled his contractual obligation, you know, as part of the Burke County Boys and making sure that Mr. Hart realized that there are lines that you don't cross. And there are several pictures up on, on, on Terry's Facebook page and, you know, I talked to Terry yeah. the morning after the match, and, uh, you know, what what we're telling you is, is absolutely true. Little Donnie was a mess right from, mm-hmm. from Jump Street. He came out, of the cur- yeah, came out of the curtain and got waylaid. And there are several pictures of, um, of Jeff the Hitman Hart on Facebook with skewers stuck out of the top of his head. Now, I have since spoken to Mr. Hart, and he apologized to me. He told, you know, the world, his world, on Facebook that Mr. Terry Houston kicked his butt, and I told him there were no hard feelings, that we would move forward, 
We know that we have a $5 wrestling event coming up in the very near future, and I wished him all the well. You know, and everything is everything's the way that it should be. So Well, that's wonderful because, you know, oh, oh, Jeff is, uh, he's pretty funny, you know? Yeah, he, he is he pretty really funny. Is. He's, he's, he's funny. Um, I would like to run over a card that we did not, um, I don't believe we got to talk about a whole lot, but um, mm-hmm. it is, um, it happened in Greensboro for Firestar Pro Wrestling this past uh February 9th this uh, this past weekend, and uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to run over it because a lot of the people that you talked about in CWF are mm-hmm. in Firestar. Um, okay. It was called Wrestle Revival 2. Um, mm-hmm. LeBron Pozone, he's a, a friend of mine on Facebook, great wrestler, and Andrew Everett defeated Mystery Elite Drew Myers and Lance Lude. Um, mm-hmm. There was a battle royal to crown the first um, Firestar Pro Wrestling Southeastern Champion, and Manny Garcia won that. Caprice Coleman defeated Adam Page, and I can bet I'd lay money down that that was a great match. Hmm. Um, Eric Royal defeated Joe Black. There was a Money in the Bank match. Scrapyard Dog defeated Chris Lee, and I believe uh, that will that the outcome of that match will come into play here in just one moment. Um, there was a um, Firestar Pro Wrestling Championship match, Kamikaze versus Trevor Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I believe um, Kamikaze beat Trevor Lee, and then Scrapyard Dog defeated Kamikaze. Cashed in, he cashed in the uh, the Money in the Bank contract. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Guy named Marcellus King returned to he returned to Firestar Pro and called out Bobby Lashley. Hmm. So their their next big card is going to be Sunday, June first, and Bobby Lashley is going to be there. Really? That's a pretty big name. Yeah. You know, that's pretty big. Um, well, I know I that might have to venture down there to, for that. I have heard his name pop up a couple of times, uh, you know, and there's something there. And I, you know, I, like I like I said at the top of the program, you know, I'm not going to dig for dirt or anything like that. But seemingly Bobby Lashley, uh, after his stint in the WWE, just completely disappeared for a certain point in time. And then now I, you know, I know that he did work some indie shows. And now his name has seemingly started to reappear. Uh, and I might have to take a look into it. You know, like I said, I'm not going to sit up here and, you know, dig on Wikipedia and find out whatever happened to Bobby Lashley. I mean, whatever happens, whatever happened to him. But uh, this isn't the first time that I've heard his name pop up, I'd say, in the last three or four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's, um, that's kind of interesting, isn't it, you know? Yeah. For him to, yep. to start being... Um, yeah, and, and all over the place. So it well, it would be interesting to see. You know, I'm not sure who this Marcellus King is. I'd like to find out more about him. Sounds like it could be a good match. Well, now you got your homework cut out for you, kid. Thanks, boss. Sure. We're going to take a call, Laura. Hold on a second here. <laughs> 
I keep seeing okay. this number pop up. I apologize. Hold on here. Mm-hmm. 828, you're on with Live Armory. Hey, this is little Donnie. I was also at that show. Hi, little Donnie. How are you tonight? Yeah, I got busted open with a Singapore cane. Yes, sir. You We've, sure uh, did. Bless your heart. I've only got busted up by a Singapore cane by Terry Houston. Yes, sir. We uh, we were talking about that just a few minutes ago. How are you doing tonight, little Donnie? How are you doing tonight? Maybe that's why. Can you hear me? And there he goes. That's why his number keeps popping on and off. His call keeps dropping. So... Oh, right. that calls. Yeah, that's okay. We will uh, we will be addressing more of five dollar wrestling at a, at a future point. So I know that uh, I know that there's a lot of guys from five dollar wrestling that listen to the show and uh, friends with several of them. And uh, we will uh, we will get you on at at some point in time here. All right, Laura, where were you? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just. Uh, finishing up with uh, Firestar, um, you know, with Bobby Lashley. So uh, okay. I'm sure as the, you know, if it gets nearer to June, the the, the build up will be, uh, you know, pretty good. So yeah, you can go right ahead. Go ahead, carrying on. And I've just been informed that uh, Marcellus King uh, worked for uh, PWX. Is a uh, is a name that's been oh. been brought to my attention. So, but you still have more homework to do. You're not going to get off that easy. Yes, boss. <laughs> uh, CZW and WSU uh, was this weekend. Uh, this was billed as a uh, a double card, and uh, the following, of course, are just my my opinions and my comments. Uh, seemingly, this this show was doomed from the start. Uh, at least for WSU. Uh, in addition to both Allison Kay and Vita Scott not being able to compete due to injury, uh, the iPay-Per-View itself was not broadcast, at least the WSU part wasn't, and I'll get to that. Uh, RF Video was in charge of providing the stream, uh, and they usually have a good track record. And I guess the problem, according to WSU and RF Video, and this is the craziest thing that I've ever heard of, uh, where they normally do their setup or their hookup uh, uh, for for technical stuff. I guess at some point in time, from the from the last show to this show, that particular those devices or those jacks or whatever were disconnected, and the jacks were activated in another part of the building, and nobody knew it. So when they go to plug everything up and get you know, start running their tests, nothing's going through. Well, by the time they found this out and where the ports had been moved or whatever, the technical stuff, uh, they were already into the show, so WSU's iPay-Per-View didn't get put on the air. Um, this oh, is really dis- Yeah, this is really disappointing to me because uh, there were a lot of people uh, that felt that w- WSU had some strong momentum going into this broadcast or going into this iPay-per-view, and uh, it just never got off the ground. Um, If you ordered the event, I know that they are offering refunds on it, uh, and I think that that information, you can find it on CZW's website and WSU's uh, 
website, but just some of the highlights from the, uh, the WSU show. Kimberly and Annie Social defeated Jessica Havoc and Sassy Steph. Uh, Mickey Knuckles defeated Jules Malone. Jules Malone's another name that I keep hearing up come up over and over and over again. I'm going to have to do a little more work on her. Uh, Jessica Havoc defeated Alpha Female. Uh, and then the issue uh, that got that stopped the iPay-Per-View from going on got resolved, and CZW went on the air. Uh, Caleb Conley, there's that boy's name again, defeated Pepper Parks. <laughs> Joey Ryan lost to Greg Excellent. Uh, A.R. Fox won the number one contenders match. And then A.J. Styles won by DQ over CZW champ Drew Gulak. Uh, and from everything that I've been told, uh, the crowd was very energetic and vocal during the entire event. We talked about this last week from having a, you know, I think it was like a 4 o'clock bell time all the way up through the, uh, you know, both events. Uh, I guess everything seemingly went fine after that. Um, my main thoughts on, on this whole thing, on this double card deal, if you're going to pull it off, uh, is obviously the eye pay-per-view issue and the injuries. Uh, I think that that could just kill them getting out of the gate. Um you know, injuries are something yeah, that, you know, obviously nobody has any control over. But, you know, in this day and age, uh, with the iPay-Per-View deal, uh, if it doesn't go off, you've got a lot of disappointed people. And I know, you know, just like any other consumer, you know, I'm willing to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, uh, you know, at least one time. You know, and this is, you know, we've talked about this before. Right. This has always been a sticking point with Ring of Honor, you know, just the quality of the and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's just something we're going to have to keep our eye on. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, I, I really hate to hear that um, that happened to them because, you know, like you said, out of the gate, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of wrestling fans are like, you get one chance, you know. And, yeah, you're right, you know, you're right. I, I, you know, but I'm, I'm hoping that um, they'll, they'll get, you know, whatever issues, you know, led up to that uh, uh, resolved. Um, and I, I do need to say I would be remiss in not finishing. I just now noticed um, I did not get to finish Milestone Wrestling's uh, card. There was one more match, and I'm, I okay. want to talk about it because it seems like this match is getting ready to set up a big feud. Uh, the Statutory Kings defeated Pro Evil, which... Um, makes up uh, Matt Ray. Oh, well, Pro Evil is Matt Raby and Prozac. Um, mm-hmm. They just, uh, w- it seems like um, Tristan Ramsey got involved and he acted like he was going to come in and help the Statutory Kings, but ended up super kicking Zane Riley instead. So that seems like to me a, a feud is a Bruin. Also, um, Colt 45 defeated Rusty Rodriguez and successfully defended the Smash Mouth Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, their next show is March 8th, which I'm going to try everything in my power to be there because it's going to be a no-rope bar wire battle royal. Oh, Lord. There's going to be a pot of gold. A It's called... <laughs> Um, and that's going to be a title match between Maniac Mondo and Colt 45, and they're going to have a no-rope 
bar wire, barefoot, thumbtack, pot of gold, ladder match. Oh, Lord. Barefoot, so, thumbtack. Yeah, I might need to take a... Yeah, I might need to take a barf bag with me. So, mm-hmm. I have a little weak stomach, so. Weak uh, constitution. But yes, I, I, I do have a little weak constitution. <laughs> uh, but, uh, especially when it comes to that, when Terry shows me all these pictures, I'm like, oh, God, that's mm-hmm. cool. But, it, but anyway, um, let's talk some PWX. Okay. Um, big weekend. And I'm hoping that the weather isn't going to be an issue for PWX this weekend because um, Charlotte, you know, got hit hard and is mm-hmm. getting hit hard. And Winston-Salem is too. Um, yeah. I've got to go down a mountain to get to Winston-Salem. So um, I'm hoping and praying that weather isn't going to be an issue, that this will go on um, because I'm so excited about it, I can't stand it. Uh, it's right. PWX Rise of the Champion 9. The first card comes from... Um, the Cabarrus Arena in Concord, North Carolina. Um, I just have night one matches because I believe night two matches are going to be um, dependent upon what happens on night one. Okay. We know the main event for night uh, for night one, of course, but I don't have matches for uh, night two, unfortunately. And night one is shaping up to be an absolutely awesome uh, card with the, the main event being uh, Caleb Conley taking on his former 704 tag team partner, um, Cedric Alexander. Um, right. Also going to be matches involving um, a PWX tag team grudge match, Country Jack versus Eddie and the Edwards. That makes up... Well, actually, it's the Dojo Bros presents Eddie and the Edwards. Uh, it will be Roderick Strong and twi- uh, Trent Question Mark, which I call him Trenty Locks. But um, right. Country Jack called out the Dojo Bros at uh, the last um, pay-per-view uh, at mm-hmm. um, the debut. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Roderick Strong and Trenty Locks. Never seen them before. Um, both phenomenal wrestlers. Uh, there's going to be an I Quit match. Jake, the Man Scout Manning, takes on John Schuyler, which I think is interesting that Jake's going to be in two I Quit matches within two weeks. Mm. Just saying. Right. Um, the PWX Tag Team Championship will be defended. Los Bendejos. They're going to take on wor- the worst case scenario and the Tommy Thomas. I'm sorry, but the Tommy Thomas should not have to wrestle. He's a manager. He is a brilliant mind. You know, you, you say that you're a wrestling genius. I think yes. the Tommy Thomas might even top you. Just well, sometimes, sometimes your mind power is just simply not enough to get points proven. Well, that's true. But, you know, I'm just saying I don't think Tommy should have to wrestle. Uh, but, it, you know... Dims the brakes. Um, That's true. Um, we've got also the PWX ITV Championship match with Zane Riley taking on Mr. Elite Drew Myers. Mr. Elite is defending his title. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a PWX Women's Showcase match, which I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, Darcy Dixon is going to take on Maya Yim. I've wanted to see Maya Yim wrestle in person uh, for quite some time, so I'm going to, I'm, uh, well, I won't be there, but I'll get to see her on the iPay-per-view. But, um, I've heard a lot of good things really about her. That really good match. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things oh, yeah. about her. Um, as a matter of fact, when we talked to Leva, she was talking great stuff about her. Um, yes. And, of course, you know, um, the PWX Championship will be defended in the Dream Match Series with Caleb taking on Cedric Alexander. Um, right. Night two will have uh, the only thing that I know according to the website here, is that the winner of the dream match will take on your friend, not mine, Wrestle K champion, Matt Hardy. That's correct. Mr. Stronger Than Death, Matt Hardy. Yeah, okay, whatever. What, what, what is it, Laura? <laughs> I just don't like Matt Hardy. I well, don't. you don't have to like Matt Hardy. You don't you don't have yeah, to like it. That's that's fine. You know, but we'll we'll get into that in just a little bit. Can't wait. Cannot wait. But that's um that's what I've got for um PWX besides the fact that I will be in Winston Salem on the stage front row. Cannot wait. And cannot wait for it. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great time. There's still great tickets left for both nights, folks, so um, head on over to www.pwxprowrestling.com. We have a code. It is uh, PWXLFTA4. You can get $4 off um, tickets for the the night one at Concord. So I, I can't say enough good things about PWX. I've been talking it up to people that I know around here. I think I've even converted somebody from WWE. So it's good stuff, y'all. Get out and check it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think little Donnie keeps calling. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if he's back on the phone. Oh, hold on a second. Little Donnie, are you there? You there, little Donnie? Yes. I'm I'm his. uh, Yes, Patty Houston might have beat me, but the 23rd this month, I'll face Jeff, Jeff Hart. Okay. Oh, really? You're going to... At Final Wrestling, the 23rd, I face Jeff Hart, and Jeff Hart don't know what he's getting himself into. Ooh. We're certainly going to... We'll be covering that event uh, in full detail. All righty. All right, little Donnie? All right. All right, boss. Thank you for calling. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. All right. All right, Donnie. All right, boss. He he kept calling in, folks, and the call kept dropping. And and it was important for little Donnie to get that out there for several reasons. But uh, I want to thank little Donnie for calling in. That's for $5 wrestling coming up on the 23rd. What's that, Laura? That's an exclusive because I didn't know that, and I don't think that's been announced. Well, little Donnie just announced it on the air. I didn't announce it, so if anybody well, gives me any heat, 
Don't bring the heat my way. <laughs> Little Donnie. Well, you can bring some heat that my way because we can thaw out some of this ice around here. At any rate, uh, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Express is going to have an event called February Fury. This is Saturday, February 15th at the P uh, Pro Wrestling Express WrestlePlex. This is in McKeesport, Pennsylvania, uh, 7.30 bell time. Futures Cup Tournament Final featuring uh, Cassidy Stone versus Alex Matthews, Tanner Reynolds versus Ryan Rain, Ethan Wright versus Joey Martini. Uh, these matches, and, and there's a lot more. And you can find out information on this particular uh, on this particular event and, and this promotion at www.pwxwrestling.org. I don't want to get anybody confused. Totally different, totally different promotion. Two totally different parts of the country. This one's in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. I've had a couple of people that's asked me about them, so I told some folks I will get their event out on the air. So. You know, that's what we do. If you have a wrestler or a promotion that you would like for us to talk about or get your event out on the air, uh, when I send messages out on Twitter and Facebook, it's it's no joke. If you, you know, I'm not a mind reader. If you actually respond to us, we will get your name out or we will get your promotion out, and we'll let folks be the be the deciding factor. If you've went to a live event and you'd like to give us some kind of a you know, some kind of your take on what happened on, on a good match or a bad match or your experience at an event, please contact us on social media. You know, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We have our own website. We're on iTunes. We're connected six ways to Sunday. You can always call us here every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. Our studio number is 213-816-1605. We'd love to talk to you. We don't have any problems at all doing that. And, Bob, I want to talk about, I uh, just got a tweet uh, from mm-hmm. Anna Bruski. Um, okay. There's been a match added tonight to Maya Yim is going to take on Amber O'Neill. So that ought to be a good match as well. Now, that, that's for this, for this Saturday night's event? It's for night two, which would be for um, night two. Sunday. That would be Sunday. In Winston. Yeah. And that's going to be Amber O'Neill versus Maya Yim, is that right? That is correct. That is correct. Um, I'm looking. That sounds like a good match, you know. And uh, anytime Amber O'Neill's in the ring, you know she she's pretty good. You need to tweet that particular gentleman back and ask him to have Amber check her email. We'll do, boss. We'll do. Well, more homework, more stuff. Quick, call me boss. Watch yeah. boss. <laughs> We're on a level playing field here, Laura. We're in. This is this is 2014. I know. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, I would like to go over Dragon Gate's upcoming pay per views. Um, not this weekend, of course, but the next weekend. Okay. Um, they're having two. Uh, first night is Revolt 2014. It is coming from um, the Queensboro Elks Lodge in Elmhurst, New York. Um, tickets are 20 bucks, and they're still available. You need to go to www.dgusa.tv. Um, just a little uh, heads up, tickets will be $5 more expensive on the day of the show. So already get in, get in there and get your tickets, folks. 
Um, already signed for uh, night one is Open the Freedom Gate Championship, Johnny Gargano. If you guys aren't watching Johnny Gargano, you're missing out. This guy is awesome. Um, he's he is defending against uh, SEMA. Um, A.R. Fox is going against Drew Gulick, which you had mentioned him just a little bit ago. Um, there is going to be a rematch between Rich Swan and Trent Beretta. There's a special challenge match, uh, Anthony Neese versus Biff Busick. There's going to be mm-hmm. a Shine Showcase match. It's going to be a non-title match, however. The Shine champion, Eva Lee, is going to take on Sue Young. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be more announced, and, of course, um, my new favorite tag team, uh, the Bravado Brothers, who are the Open the United Gate champions. Um, they're going to be there. Uh, Rio Saito, I don't know who that is, but uh, anybody, any Japanese wrestler I've uh, come to uh, learn is uh, worth watching. Uh, Chuck Taylor is going to be there. Jigsaw is going to be there. Caleb Conley is going to be there. Uh, and Shane Strickland. Um, night two is uh, Way of the Ronin 2014. Well, Japanese influence there as well. This is going to be at the Brooklyn Lyceum, I think I'm pronouncing that right, in Brooklyn, New York. You always, I always get the hard stuff to pronounce. Um, tickets, again, <laughs> are 20 bucks. Still available. Um, once again, they'll be $5 more expensive the day of the show. Already signed is... Um, Open the gate uh, championship. Open the Freedom Gate Championship match. Uh, the winner of the Johnny Gargano and Sema match will defend against Roderick Strong. Um, Evolve um, will have a match on there as well. Their, uh, their champion Ar Fox defends against Chris Hero. That match right there is probably going to be the best one on the card. Just saying. Okay. Um, there's going to be a grudge match: Fire Ant versus Jigsaw. Um, Two former uh, Chikara um, wrestlers, which I want to talk about Chikara here in just a little bit too. Uh, there's going to be a special uh, challenge match. Whoever loses between Johnny Gargano and Sema is going to take on a member of the Premier Athlete brand, okay. which should be good, which will either be Trinity Locks or, gosh, that name just totally slipped my mind. But um, Also... Uh, there's going to be um, the Bravado Brothers are going to be on there again. Uh, the Shine Champion, Eva Lee, will be there. Rich Swan, uh, Rio Saito will be there. Anthony Nice, yes, that's who the okay. other member of the Premier Athlete brand is. Sorry about that. The, I just totally blanked on that. Um, they'll be there uh, with Sue Young and Mr. A. Um, Drew Gulak will be there. Um, Gulak. Sorry about that. Chuck Taylor, Caleb Conley, and Shane Strickland and Biff Music. And they'll have, you know, more people show up uh, and to be, you know, signed, I'm sure. Um, want to quickly talk about SWA. Um, our friend um, James Drake had asked us to um, talk about that. They've got a card coming up on this Saturday from the Forest City National Guard Armory in Spindale, North Carolina. Tickets are 6 bucks. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Um, you can check them out at facebook.com backslash 
pages backslash SWA. Um, Salem Center 6. If you guys haven't seen this guy, go Google him. He is the AIWF champ. He will take on James Drake. Kid Chaos will take on the SWA champ, Rob Killjoy. Rob is absolutely great. Can't say okay. enough things about Rob uh, Killjoy. Um, and that's the only two uh, matches that I could find. So if someone can, you know, tweet me real quick or hit me up on Facebook and let me know what other matches are going on, you know, we'll try to get those on. But as of right now, um, that's all. That's all I got. Um, but want to talk quickly about Chikara. Okay. Um, if it's going to make its return, I'd mentioned it a little bit um, last week in, mm-hmm. in just in passing. Um, Chikara is a promotion that's uh, very gimmick-oriented, and it's absolutely some of the best wrestling that you'll ever see. You have um, my favorite are the ants, the ant colony. Um, they, they come out in mass, and each ant has a different color. Right. Um, you know, if, if we talked about a little bit about, you know, I don't think you'd seen much Chikara, but they're coming back. They're having an iPay-Per-View, You Only Live Twice, which will be Sunday, May 25th at 3 o'clock. It's going to be live at the Palmer Center in Easton, Pennsylvania. They put out a trailer today. Unfortunately, I did not get to watch that before um, airtime. But I'm looking forward to Chikara. I think Chikara is needed in professional wrestling. This promotion is is definitely, definitely needed. Uh, Chikara and Ring of Honor had some cross-promotion matches, and I think George Coles and I talked about this, and I, I don't think Ring of Honor fans really got what Chikara was unless they knew what it was before. Right. I, I don't think it worked very well uh, cross-promotion-wise. Um, but if you haven't seen Chikara, uh, YouTube some stuff. Give it a chance. I think you'll like it. It's 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 wild. It really is. Uh, I I highly recommend it to you, Bob. Well, and I, I'm a little familiar with the ant colony. I know who you're talking about. And you're right. And I think they're I think they're looking their style kind of. I don't want to necessarily say confuse people. I think it threw people off. They didn't realize. I wouldn't give it a chance. I guess is the the proper term that I'm looking for. And and I think that people probably should. And I would be remiss if I didn't say this, uh, especially because I know that George is probably listening or will listen at some point in time. I did sit down and I watched Ring of Honor television this weekend, and we've said this guy's name two or three times tonight on a card. I watched the uh, the AJ Styles versus Roderick Strong match, the one that we talked about where Roderick uh, seemingly uh, got hurt at the end of the match with that, that neck stinger. Um, yeah. That was an absolutely phenomenal wrestling match and that's no pun or pull on AJ uh just unbelievable you know and and I think and I I can't remember if it was Carino on commentary I think it was Carino on commentary saying that he would be interested to see how this match would go because AJ seemingly coming from a promotion where the length of the matches weren't wasn't very long you know, so putting Ooh. out that that little dig that you know in Ring of Honor we actually wrestle and the match did it went like it went like thirty minutes if I believe. 
uh, and just solid. And you could tell that AJ was pumped to be back at Ring of Honor, and and there's some other events that are coming up that he's listed for. But for a guy that seemingly was given the ability to shine in the starting years of TNA and then, you know, morphed into, you know, the character that he had towards the end and to see him in Ring of Honor and to see him in CZW and to see him in PWX and put on the quality of matches that he's been able to pull off in these last, you know, this this last month and a half or so, it just all the more just turns my stomach that TNA could let a talent like AJ Styles walk out the door knowing the skill level that the man has in the ring. You know? Well, I mean, he was... um... Their version of Sting, and I know Sting's in the company, but um, AJ carried TNA for Correct. a long time. I mean, there's other people too, but I think he's like, you know, their icon. You know what I mean? Um, Certainly. He, he was the franchise. He, when, exactly. That's what the word I was looking for, the franchise. He certainly was. And for them to crap on him like that, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it makes you wonder. Yeah, it does make me wonder. It makes me wonder who's kicking themselves with their right leg and the left ass cheek over not getting pen to paper (laughs) at any rate. I wanted to talk about uh, Elite Championship Wrestling for a moment. uh, This is a a promotion that uh, our former uh, guest, Matt Riviere, is involved with. Uh, They have an event scheduled Sunday, February 16th at the East Park Rec Center in Homer, Louisiana. It's called the Matt Riviere Experience. Five o'clock is the bell time. I couldn't find anything really on the uh, on the web about it, so I contacted Matt, and he sent me a message and told me that the following wrestlers uh, would be in attendance. Olympus, Sonny Hayes, Americos, Andy Dalton, Stan Sweetan, Minotaur, uh, members of the Empire, Tim Storm and Steve Anthony, uh, will be in action on that card. So, and I'd like to get down there. I think that's about a four-hour trip down to uh, down to Homa. But uh, there's some uh, there's some Woo! decent wrestlers on that card down there. So, uh, if you're in that area uh, and you'd like to uh, like to uh, get a hold of them, you certainly can. And we're going to take this call real quick, Laura. Hold on here. Eight six four dollars live armory. Hello, how are y'all? Doing good. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're doing fine. Doing just fine, please. I'm I'm trying to survive the uh, I guess they call it uh, the winter apocalypse down here in South Carolina. How uh, how how Don't is it begin. for you down there? You you guys buried alive? Uh, well, I mean, you know, my shoot job got canceled today because of the government uh disaster whatever's going on right now <laughs> and uh okay. yeah so uh snowed in everywhere uh i can't even get my car out of here because uh, if i could have i would have been in crime court tonight training at high spots but i, I could. <laughs> um oh, man. i had a show i had a show i wanted to uh to uh throw out there that's coming up that i thought would be a something that actually lovely laura might actually get, get a kick out of Let's hear it. APW Chester, which is Action Pack, uh, 
Action Pack Wrestling in Chester, South Carolina, February 21st, is having the Tom Estes Tag Team Tournament for the Cup. Oh, yeah. That show is going to have the Rock and Roll Express, and then Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. But not only that team, I mean, I know a lot of people are going to come see that team, but I think the team that everybody's coming to see is the first ever tagging of Mr. Sleaze and V. Cameron Cade. Oh, Ah. Sleazy Selfies. Oh, yes, we're going to take selfies in the ring, people. Just get ready for them. And, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I think that's going to be a really good show. There's a lot of tag teams that are actually um, contacting about coming to the show, so it's going to be a good show that night. And I know y'all have already hyped up tonight the $5 uh, wrestling show that same weekend. I ain't got to say much about that. Looking forward to that one. Where is that, where is that show going to be held at for APW again, Eric? It's a... Uh, 110 Helen Street in uh, in Chester, South Carolina. Okay. What's Chester. the uh, what's the bell What's the bell time on it? I'm thinking bell time is at eight o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but uh, I would definitely put a flyer out on y'all's page for that. Okay. Well, we certainly appreciate yes, we it. Do. Oh yeah. So uh, definitely come out. It's for a good cause. It's for uh, Tom Estes. He's a longtime fan of. Uh, APW Chester, he's not doing too well, but he's actually going to get over to the building and be there at that show for, for that. Very cool, very cool. I appreciate awesome. uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to call in and let us know what's going on. All right, thank you all, and I will be all with right, you in. Okay, thank you, sir. See you later, Sleeves. See ya. <laughs> There he goes, Mr. Sleaze, into the long, cool night. We're going to take another call here, Laura, before we call okay. Caleb. We only got a couple of minutes here. Let's see who's on the line. Okay. Sure. 704, you're on with Live Armory. What's happening, Bob? What's going on? Oh, you know, act like you don't know who this is. Well, I know who oh, it is. I just. <laughs> I was just uh, waiting for you to tell me what was going on. What are you, you doing, Stephen? No, I'm. <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching the wind blow and the snow blow. I hear you, brother. I was watching the wind blow and the ice fall last night. How are you doing tonight? Oh, um, pretty good, I guess. I'm not too bad. Okay. Figured I'd tune in and listen to y'all talk. See, see how much airplay I got about smacking little Donnie in the face. Lord well, have mercy. Oh. Little Donnie has, has blown up our call-in line uh, in the first hour, uh, and it seemingly had some phone issues, but finally got through. And, and uh, I don't think it was readily phone ad- issues. <laughs> readily admitted that. Uh, <clears throat> readily admitted that uh, he, he had gotten gotten the, the short end of the stick, no pun intended, and uh, and then uh, announced. Uh, his opponent for the $5 wrestling event coming up on the 23rd. Uh, he had mentioned that he's oh, going to be facing. Uh, no, he, he's going to be facing uh, Jeff Hart is what he told us over the phone. Yeah. And he told us that not, you know, not the other way around. <laughs> oh. Good luck to both of them. Cause I beat them both Saturday night. 
Yes, sir. You we sure uh, we you talked, need everybody. We uh, we talked about that extensively during the uh, during the first hour, and uh, very uh, very happy of the outcome. On, I guess the, I was trying to get on, but I guess the feed here with all the ice and snow and stuff, it wouldn't it wouldn't stay in queue quick enough, and it would time out, and I would lose the connection with you. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, we've we've had a couple of issues tonight already, so I'm glad you let us know that. And folks, if you've tried to call in two one three eight one six one six zero five, and I don't see your call pop up, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's because we have uh, some shenanigans going on with Blog Talk Radio tonight. So uh, please bear with us. I guess I'll so go back and catch up what I was said then. Exactly. Please do so, Terry. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you back in the queue so you can listen to the show, and uh, I'm gonna get a hold of Caleb here real quick. Uh, okay, dokie. We'll be talking to you very See you very later, soon. Terry. Yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you, Terry. Bye. And there goes hardcore Terry Houston out into the snow. Uh, I did want to mention one other thing before we uh, make this phone call here to Mr. Conley. Um, I saw a flyer for an upcoming event for Extreme Rising, and uh, we've had a couple of guests on, Luke Hawks and some other folks that have talked about Extreme Rising. Mm -hmm. One of the things I noticed on the March show, and I know George Coles is just going to beat my ass for this, is that (laughs) seemingly... Extreme Rising is turning into nothing more to me than a ECW reunion show. Uh, on the card now, Ooh. on the card now is Shane Douglas, Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten, Sabu, uh, Rhino. Uh, you know, I, I could go off on a big tangent about this. You know, there's. There's a lot of things that I could say. It's not that I don't appreciate the ECW era. I do appreciate the ECW era. What I have a difficult time with is the constant cashing in of nostalgia. So, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that, Laura. We've got a phone call to make. I'm going to uh, I am going to uh, make a phone call, see if we that can't get a hold like a of plan. the golden boy. Mr. Caleb Conley. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, it's Mason. Busy doing stuff. Call me back. What? Hold on here. I apologize, folks. Hold on here a second. We're going to try this again. Okay. I'm going to try to... Uh... Here go. Try this phone call again. There we go. Hello? Mr. Conley. Yes, sir. This is Bunkhouse Bob from the Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm doing fine. We're live on the air. And, of course, with me, as always, 
is lovely Laura. Oh, how about BFF tonight? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. How are you? I'm excellent. Folks, with me on the line right now is PWX champion Caleb Conley. Our phone number is... Uh, and WrestleForce champion as of Sunday. And WrestleForce champion. My apologies, sir. Well, uh, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Uh, phone number is 213-816-1605. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, February 15th, Concord, North Carolina, on iPay-Per-View at HighSpots.tv, Rise of a Champion 9, you, Mr. Conley, will face Cedric Alexander for the PWX Championship. And then on Sunday at Ziggy's and Winston-Salem, the winner of your match will face Matt Hardy in a WrestleCade versus PWX title match, and the winner walks out with both belts. Am I correct? That, every, every, every word was correct. Good. I, I just want to make sure that, that, that there's no, no sense of collusion or innuendo here. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. Nope. Live on High Spots TV. Live on High Spots TV. And we're going, I'm going to cut right to the chase, Caleb. Everybody, right. thinks that, everybody thinks that my million-dollar question is why has it taken Cedric Alexander so long to get a title shot, but that, if that's not it. I think that the PWX fans and myself deserve to know why has it taken this long for Cedric to get a title shot? Why has it taken him this long to get a title shot? Because he yep. didn't ask for it. For, for so months he, and months. You know, the, the fans demanded it, and, and uh, I, I wanted him to ask for it. You know, Corey Hollis was very open about asking for it uh, over and over and over and over again. I mean, I'm not the guy that makes the decisions on who uh, who gets a title shot, but uh, even the latter match, I said, you know, that when the time comes and Cedric wants a title shot, he gets it. And, you know, the fans finally demanded enough, and I think it's sucking to his head, and he's getting a title shot. How did you How did you become WrestleForce champ? How did I become WrestleForce champion? Well, uh, if you weren't there, then you, then you didn't see that I cashed in my number one contendership, a la the money in the bank, and uh, I beat Cedric Alexander, actually. So Cedric's already coming into this 0-1. Now, the press conference, I watched it on, on PWXProWrestling.com, the press conference between you and Cedric seemingly got tense. Uh are there some doubts in your mind that perhaps you've overlooked Cedric and now it's coming back to haunt you? No, no. Not once have I overlooked Cedric. If, if, if anything, Cedric has been the driving force since he started training with me to become better. Like, I look at him, he wants to get better than me. I want to be better than him. And it, it's a competitive thing. Now, yeah, at that press conference, it got a little bit heated. And to say we've been on the best terms as of late, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that. But at the end of the day... We're still teammates. We're still in this together. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not overlooking. If anything, uh, knowing Cedric as well as I do has given me an advantage to know his weak spots. And I'd like to go back for just a moment to that, that, wrestle, that wrestle Force victory. Can you tell me a little bit about the cash-in? Because from what I understand, there was someone else that was involved with that cash-in. Uh, yeah, there was a benefactor. Uh, I told him I needed to get a job done. 
he obliged. Cedric uh, won his match, and then uh, my my uh, paid person, my paid hitman, Hex, took uh, took advantage. I told him to be ready whenever when the time would come, and I did it. I guess that would, you know, I'm kind of confusing, Mr. Conley, because why would a man of your skill and your talent level need a crony to be involved in something like that? I just needed to show Cedric that I can get the job done no matter what. It was just a little message, just a little message to show him. Hmm. Okay. See, Bob? Yes, ma'am. See, you ask all these hard questions, and you just don't need to do that. I'm just, I'm trying to get down to the bottom of this. That's all. Well, I think he just told you what the bottom was, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, he did. How are you tonight, Caleb? I am doing excellent. I'm doing excellent except for the fact that it's snowing all over Charlotte. I've been stuck in my house. My damn gym was closed. Me and Zane didn't get to put over the world today. Yeah, snow has a way of interrupting everything, and you guys aren't necessarily used to having snow, right? No. Jeez, this is terrible. I mean, I'm sitting in like six inches of snow. Everyone's sliding around, wrecking all over the place. That's okay. As soon as the snow clears up, we'll put over the world. I'm sure that the two of you will, like you always do. Um, first, I'd like to say that um, the pictures that you and Amanda had uh, done recently are absolutely beautiful. I saw them well, on you. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, and the two of you make an absolutely gorgeous couple. Just want to throw that no, out I appreciate there. that. I'm sure she will, You're too. very welcome. And um wanted to say that, you know, PWX has certainly exploded in the last year. And what do you think has attributed to that? Well, uh, we, all of the guys, the core guys on the roster, Cedric included, me, Jake Manning, Zane Riley, Mr. Elite, uh, all those guys, Corey, uh, Corey Hollis, even those guys I don't really like, and Adam Page. Like we got together and we decided that you know we see all these guys in Philadelphia and New Jersey, New York, and they they've run these small shows, and then all of a sudden. You know, every, every, there's fans all over the place talking about them and how great they are, and we're like, well, we're great too. We still have the fans talking about us. We gotta get. We don't. We don't. We're tired of driving ten hours to Philadelphia, New York, to get noticed by people. We want to do it right here. So we set out to make a a company that was gonna get noticed, and uh, I think think we're doing a pretty good job. Well, I think you guys are too, and you're right there in the heart of wrestling country. I mean can't have a better place in Charlotte to uh, start up a wrestling promotion. It's it's a legacy um, here. We're just trying to we're just trying to keep it uh fill fill in the footsteps that came before us. Exactly. And you guys remind me a lot of the Crockett stuff that I grew up on. So it's it's a breath of fresh air, uh really to see wrestling. That's like a great that. compliment. And I, I also enjoy seeing you and Dragon Gate and FIP involved as well as PWX, and the last iPay-Per-View for Evolve, you wrestled Lince Dorado in a great match, and you even tweeted that the victory was dedicated to your dog, who, by the way, has his own Twitter. Uh, Who in any of those promotions would you like to face that you haven't so far? 
Uh, well, uh, Johnny Gargano's the champion of Dragon Gate. I damn sure would love to get my hands on him. Uh, any any of the guys, the, Jap- the Japanese guys from Dragon Gate, I got to wrestle uh, Mochizuki in, in SEMA in Miami a couple years ago, and that was a great experience. That's, uh, that's one thing that you can learn from places like Dragon Gate is I get to wrestle people that I've, you know, not only have I not seen much on shows in America, uh, you know, they're not, they're barely ever here. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a, a novelty, not a novelty, but it's, it's something exotic. You don't, you don't get to wrestle these kind of guys. Plus the, the training schedule and those guys, they're, they're crazy over there. They, they eat, sleep and live wrestling. I mean, people in America talk about it, but I've done the, the dojo stuff over there. I mean, they, they, it's 24 seven for them. They're in incredible shape. And it gets, it exposes you to, you know, different styles, which of course exactly. can only help you. You can only get better um, if you've, uh, if you're learning new things. And you got to keep learning as a wrestler. And, you know, you guys, you know, we just had, uh, Mr. Sleaze, Eric Thompson on the phone and, he was talking about he's hating that he gets to he's missing training with you two like he did you know the week before. So I mean it's yep. great to hear that you guys are actually you know perfecting your craft. You know. Yep. As much I as try to train at least two or three days a week at the high spot school. But yeah, it kind of sucked today. Uh, we didn't get to do it. Well, I'm sure you'll get back on track because I know oh, how yeah, you definitely. are about you know leg day and. Uh, and all that. Um, <laughs> Every day is, is is a gym day, except for today because the freaking gym was closed because of snow. <laughs> yeah, today is a snow day. Um, switching gears a little bit, I talked to Terry Houston on on Facebook about you know the five dollar wrestling eye pay per view coming up, and you know you guys need all gimmicks, and um, yep. I had an idea for a great gimmick, and I tweeted it um, hashtag. 5DW, if you guys have a great uh, gimmick match idea, ha- uh, tweet it to at High Spots, uh, hashtag 5DW. I had a great idea that you and Zane need to take on Terry and Big Donnie, okay? Ooh. If you two lose, Terry and Big Donnie take over, put over the world for one episode. Uh, I might, I might have to pitch that one. And if you guys win, you and Zane become members of the Burke County Boys for one day, and that is also on Put Over the World. Oh, I like that. I like that. That that writes itself, right? Yeah, that's 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 uh, money in the bank right there. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Caleb, do you feel like taking a call? Sure. Hold on, let's see what we've got on here. 704, you're on with Live Armory with Caleb Conley. Hey, um, th- are you talking to me? Are you talking to the yes, Tommy Thomas? Okay, Hi, Tommy, well, how are you tonight? I, um, I'm pretty good, except for the fact that I haven't heard enough talk about worst-case scenario. I'm sick of hearing about Caleb Conley and his boring tales. Talk about Ethan and Eli. That's what oh everyone wants to hear about. That's how you get more people listening to your insipid radio program. You know, you have imbeciles like Brian and Caleb and all those higher-ups over there at PWX doing things when they should be worried about their tag team champions and how upset we are that they've put me in a match. How dare Brian? How dare PWX? How dare High Spots try this? 
Tommy, are you are you supposed to be are you supposed to be filming workaholics right now? You know, you think you're real funny, don't you? You think you're real funny. Well, guess what? You're not funny at all. That's why nobody likes you. I don't care that people hate us. Nobody likes you, and they're supposed to love you. You're a champion. We're champions. Why don't you come like with you. us, Caleb? Join us. Come get Join the respect us. you deserve. Hey, man, I think I'm doing a pretty good job getting respect myself. Don't don't mix the brown shoes with the black belt anymore. That That's not respectful. Oh, cool. <laughs> Fashion advice from a guy that looks like he got Papa Smurf all over his face. That's a real good look, Caleb, real good. Papa Smurf is blue, man. My hair is yellow. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Can you please, can you people please show myself and my clients the respect that we deserve? Okay, okay. We respect you. Talk about our match. Talk about how great it's going to be when the worst-case scenario and myself beat the Bendejos, even though it's a complete sham. I'm pretty sure the Bendejos are out for blood this time. If I was them, I'd be tired of wrestling you guys, and I'd just take the belts and leave. No one asked for your opinion, Caleb. No one asked for your opinion. Well, they had me on the show. I'm pretty sure you called in. You know what? Are you are you drinking Tommy Juice? Is that what's going on? Are you are you drunk on Tommy Juice? Is that what is that what the deal is? I told you to lay off that stuff. I'm inebriated on life, okay? I am inebriated on the fear that my life might be taken away from me by those two little border-hopping turds that keep calling me a monkey's anus, even though they know how offensive that is. Man, that's pretty racist. Yeah, that is, Tommy. Thank you, see? Now you people are finally, finally wising up and seeing my point. Thank you for your time, Mr. Thomas, tonight. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for my time. You know what? Thanks for stealing my time, buddy. This is a party of a show, and Caleb, I can't wait to watch Cedric beat the dog snot out of you. All right. Me and you both. Have a good day. (laughs) And there goes Mr. Thomas into the the cold, cold night. You know, I was taken up for him earlier. I don't think I'm going to anymore. I, I don't believe that you should. I don't believe you should. There's uh, there's definitely something you in guys, this there. You guys got to screen your calls better, man. Well, you know, our, yeah. our intern no, is off me. right now, and, and it's obvious that Mr. Thomas is about three fries short of a Happy Meal this evening, so we're going we're gonna to just keep moving along. Uh, you know, Caleb, we've talked to you before, both Laura and I have. Uh, yeah. But some of the fans may may now just be discovering who Caleb Conley is. Can you tell us again how you got your start in the wrestling business? Well, uh, actually, my father was a wrestler in Georgia in the 90s. Uh, so that always helped out. Uh, he, was, he, was stuck, he was stuck between music. He was, a, he was a road manager for country bands like David Allen Coe and the Confederate Railroad. And in his off time, um, was a wrestler as well. So it was either get really good at music or get really good at wrestling, and uh, I chose wrestling. Now you're you're involved with training future talent. You've talked about that. Uh, what has that been like being on 
on the outside looking in at some of the talent from a different eye. And is there somebody that's caught your attention? Uh, it's really nice to uh, to get to see it from a different perspective. It's good to see people learning. It's good to see, you know, sometimes uh, it takes some people longer than others, but then they catch on and there's that spark and they get it. And it's really nice to see that. Uh, I mean, high spots, we've had a ton of second and third generation stars come through. Uh, including Richie Steamboat, uh, Reed Flair. Unfortunately, uh, everyone knows what happened there, but Reed had a lot of talent. Richie Steamboat as well. We just started. Uh, we just started training <clears throat> Tessa Blanchard, Tully Blanchard's daughter. So I mean, it's good. She has. She picks it up quick, very quickly. Uh, also, my girlfriend Amanda trains with me every Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. She's picking it up. She's coming along. She's coming a lo- long way in the past two years. Uh, Mr. Elite Drew Myers is he's uh, trained with us. Uh, he's he's a cocky he, and he's kind of an asshole, but uh, at the same time, <laughs> there's probably not a guy uh, that's has that it comes more quickly to. He just he picks it up quicker than pretty much anybody I can I can think of off the top of my head that I've trained with. The uh, problem is his arrogance tends to get in the way of of that learning. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, speaking of learning, um, I I think it's a pretty well-known fact that um, um, you've done some training with George South. Oh, yes, every every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night. And um, he has names for, you know, all his, you know, trainees. And he calls you Stan Lane, right? That's correct. Um. What do you think about that? Because I can see where he gets that, because Stan Lane was just, you know, my favorite <laughs> member of the Midnight Express. But, uh, you know, what do you think about that, calling me Stan Lane? Uh, I like it. Uh, I don't I don't know if there was a certain moment that sparked that in him or if it was just that we kind of look alike. But um, from the day I met him, he started calling me Stan Lane. And actually, uh, 2008, I think it was, we did a whole tour around the Carolinas with Ric Flair, and we had the Midnight Express on on a few of those shows with, with Stan Lane, and I got a picture taken with him. And uh, I, uh, that pic- the picture went up on the Internet, and it had the caption of Stan Lane and Stan Lane Jr., and then Stan Lane's <laughs> wife. Uh, Stan Lane's wife uh, made us take that picture down because uh, they said that we might get the wrong idea that I'm actually his kid. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> that that is pretty funny. Um, you know, we talked about Cedric a little bit, and you had mentioned that you know you guys started out together, and you you know you're friends, and a little strained right now, but still friends, and um, you know you've been tag team partners, very successful, I might add, and you know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and since you know someone, you know, like you know Cedric. How do you prepare for a match of this magnitude with him? Uh, it, it's it's a, it's a hard process. It's basically I'm I'm doing two a days in the gym. I'm in the ring as much as possible. I'm doing basically whatever I can possibly do to make sure I'm in the best shape I can possibly be in. Because you're right, he does know my strengths. He does know my weaknesses. He knows my move sets. He knows he knows what I'm going to do when I'm going to do it. In the same way for me. So at this point, the only thing I can think of is to outlast him. You know, maybe 
maybe I'll, I'll try an, a new trick or two. Who knows? Might see something new on Saturday. But at this point right now, it's to be in the best physical and mental shape I can possibly be in. Now, Caleb, we had asked this question to Cedric when he was on the show, and I, and I want to ask it to you because we talked about him a couple of different times, and, 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 and Cedric wrestled him in the last of the Dream Match series. When AJ Styles, the man that seemingly helped build the company that was TNA, was released, what did that say to you about the state of wrestling promotions today? Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's hard to say. Um, one, it, it's a, some people think take it as a negative. Some people, I mean, you try to find a positive in everything. I think that uh, it might be a negative that the fact that a guy as talented as AJ Styles and a guy that has been basically the poster boy from TNA from the beginning could leave and not even on good terms. Uh, it says that obviously uh, he is not appreciated, but at the same time. I think he is totally appreciated because, I mean, the guy is, he's booked nonstop everywhere he can possibly be, you know, several days a week, and the independent scene is, I think, it's helping the independent scene. Hopefully, hopefully uh, someone goes to an independent show and for AJ Styles but leaves thinking, wow, that was a good show. I can't wait to come back the next time. Right. What did you think of the uh, the match that Cedric had against AJ and the the overall feel of, of what was going on that evening. Oh, the the entire show, top to bottom, I thought was incredible. The uh, the building Ziggy's is, I think, perfect for PWX. It's perfect for independent wrestling, and uh, the match was incredible itself. I mean, I've I've watched it several times. I I was at the commentators booth watching it as it was happening live, and I've I've watched this a couple times since then. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what I'm I'm studying Cedric at this point. Uh, and having AJ just in the locker room, you could tell there was an energy there that everyone had to step up their game. And I think we kind of did that. Very good. Now, it's no um, secret. Uh, go, go ahead, Laura. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you know, um, we were talking about uh, Dragon Gate a little bit ago, and uh, I believe you were a heel there at first, Right. I was. It was me and Scott Reed and Larry Dallas were the scene. Yes, yes, Larry Dallas. But now you've left Larry behind, and you're a babyface. Um, which a do you prefer to to be, a heel or a babyface? Um, you know, I, I I think there's 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 a good in both. Uh, I kind of like being a heel because I can basically just do whatever I want. I can act however I feel. Um, as a baby face, I think that uh, there's certain there's certain things I I try to limit myself from doing, um, just just to be I guess family friendly, more or less, uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I enjoy it. I I enjoy making people happy, but maybe it's a little more natural for me to make people angry. I don't know. Well, interesting answer. Um... I know that um, at Ziggy's you did something a little bit that wasn't necessarily uh, a baby face when you got on the top rope and you drop kicked Doc right in the mouth. Well, to be uh, fair, he kicked kicked Amanda in the face. 
He sure did, and I don't blame you one bit for doing that. And you, you two had a great match. You fought in the bar, and you jumped off the top of the speaker. It was, it was an awesome match. Um, yeah, I don't blame you one bit for kicking him in the face. Um, you had announced on Twitter a little bit ago that your website was being relaunched, and um, do you have a relaunch date on that? Um, it's actually, if if you go there now, it is open. Uh, there's still Wonderful. there's still there's some still stuff that needs to be taken care of, but it's uh it's probably seventy five percent done at this point. It's now it's at least open. You can look at my face. And what more can you ask for? Um, <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> we talked a little bit about put over the world just a, a little bit ago, and it's gaining in popularity. Uh, each week. Um, did you think it would go over so well when you two started it? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, me and Zane, kind of, we hang out all the time anyways, and we come up with goofy ideas, and, you know, we'll text back and forth, or box back and forth, or, you know, we'll be on a road trip together <laughs> and just think of something dumb to do. And we always said we were going to we were gonna do something like this, and then before the Funny Draws Money uh, PWX show, we just decided to make, like, a little commercial for the show and right. that went over really well and people thought it was really funny so we said screw it let's let's try to do this for real um i don't think like we we wanted we kind of just wanted to show people that we were funny and we had do this kind of thing you know and just see where it took us and i'm real happy with it like at every show i go to like last week at czw a whole bunch of people in the crowd were asking you know where zane was and you know, talking about how funny the show was, and I mean, I really appreciate it. It's just, it's another one of those things that uh, you gotta stay in people's, you gotta stay in people's mind for them to remember you. So I figured if I come up with a weekly show and I make a couple of people laugh, then you know, might help my help out my career a little. And sell a T-shirt or two. Yeah, selling a T-shirt. That's what it's all about. <laughs> selling a T-shirt. Trying, trying to make that gas um, money back home. <laughs> Well, what is your favorite episode of Put Over the World? Um, my favorite—I I really like the one where we dress up like Scooby Doo. Uh, that was fun. Uh, the the one where I was indie pro ranking, the indie rankings number one—that was real fun to shoot because I just got to act really dumb. Uh, they're all—they're all fun. They're always there. There was one. I think it was the one before we actually caught Mask Tweeter where it didn't come out quite as well as we thought it was going to because the the guy, Seth Bowman, our editor, thought it would be funny if we, he used outtake versions of the uh, of what we filmed and didn't use ones where we actually hit our lines. Uh, that one was really fun to film. It didn't come out nearly as good as I wanted it to, but uh, I, I always have fun doing it. It's basically, you know, I'm a grown-up. I work at a place that sells toys and spandex outfits. And I get that like a fool on a weekly basis. Dream job, right? Yeah, I mean, I I make you know knee pads and gear and and kick pads. I'm basically like a Martha Stewart of wrestling right now. I'm just cutting stuff and gluing stuff and you know putting on the park outfits. That was really fun. <laughs> Little park episode one. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, my my favorite episode is where you get drunk in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> that one that one was a lot of fun to film as well. Actually, we had to do that twice because we originally filmed it 
after a PBX show at uh, Tremont, but because right. there was, everyone everyone in the background was screaming and yelling, and we had to actually uh, go down to the French quarters of Charlotte and shoot it again a couple of days later. But it was a lot of fun both times. Awesome. Caleb, now I've got uh, got some tough questions for you. Tough They're, questions? Uh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> well, it can't be all fun and games. I know you and your BFF are just giddy to talk to one another, but we've got business that needs to be taken care of. Um, okay. There are some people... Here. Yeah, there are some people that think that you can't beat Cedric. Uh, saying that by some chance that you do beat Cedric, then you face Matt Hardy, uh, who by all standards was the flag bearer of indie wrestling in 2013. How important is this WrestleCade versus PWX title match? Oh, I think it's it's extremely important. Uh, Matt Hardy being the flag bearer, so you said of indie wrestling. I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I, I mean, he he has helped out uh, companies that he's worked for in the past year, but I, I think for most fans, he's still seen as like a WWE esque guy. It's it's almost it's almost like an independent verse uh, WWE type atmosphere in this. It's almost like uh, when guys get released and they decide they're going to run the independent scene and they're kind of just going to half-ass it. Now, I'm not saying that Matt Hardy half-asses anything, but I think that's the perception that a lot of people have of people when they get done with WWE, the fans, I mean. So, you know, actually a lot of the independent wrestlers think that the, the, the ex-WWE guys do that as well. And this is going to be one of those things that he thinks he's on a higher level than I am. I think he might be a little bit past his prime, I think we're going to go in there and we're going to and we're going to see which one is true. Well, I know Matt Hardy and uh to me it's Matt and to Laura it's Mr. Hardy and uh he's he is capable of uh pulling out all the stops with a match of this importance and I got to see Matt wrestle a couple of times in 2013 and he seemingly to me is is probably in the best shape of his career. What are you willing to do, Caleb, to not have to walk back through that locker room door and face not only the, the roster but the owners of PWX and explain how you lost the PWX belt to a man who will probably take the belt away and parade it around like a trophy? Yeah, he definitely will. He'll put it in a bathtub full of money and make a YouTube video about it and make a bunch of money doing that. And I know what Matt Hardy is capable of doing I'm not, I, I mean, I'm, this is a guy that I grew up watching. I saw the ladder matches. I saw the TLC matches. I knew Jeff and Matt before they got to WWE when they were working in Georgia wearing sunflower tights. I mean, this is a guy that I grew up idolizing uh, along with all those other Omega guys. Like, this is, this, is, this is a dream match for me. I get to go in there, you know, if I beat Cedric on Saturday, and I get to show the world then I am just as good as the people that I grew up idolizing. There's there's no we, way that I'm going to let that chance slip through my through my hands. Now, are we expecting a, a fair contest from you on both nights, given the uh, given the fact of what happened at WrestleForce? Of course you are. What happens at WrestleForce stays at WrestleForce. I am the PWX champion, and for the past year. I have fought fairly, and I've given the fans what they want. 
every every time I go out there. And my sole purpose in being the champion is to take PWX to a new level of of fame and stardom and have everybody that is in the company get the opportunities that maybe they wouldn't otherwise get. Now, like I've said before, I think I'm doing a pretty good job, and I can I plan to continue to do that on Saturday and Sunday. And after people see Saturday and Sunday, you know, who knows what's next for PWX. We're already in, we're already in negotiations for different cities. We're going to make PWX not only the biggest show in North Carolina or South Carolina, but we're going to go the entire, the, the entire Mid-Atlantic. And when we take over that, we're going to continue to grow. Now, my personal feeling is that this, this perhaps is, is not only your biggest test to date, but it, it it also is the is the platform that you just spoke of for PWX. A lot of eyes are are on PWX this weekend. Is there anything that you would like to say to Cedric or to Matt before the event this weekend? I hope you're training as hard as I am. I hope you get your wings on because we're about to fly. There you now, go. Caleb, I have for you. What a lot of fans have been waiting for, they've been waiting for it for, for a week since we have announced this. I've gotten numerous messages, texts, and tweets, and emails, and uh, I'll honestly be glad that, that, that I get this over with and, and done with so people will actually let me get some, some peace and some sleep at night because seemingly, you know, every time I say the name Caleb Conley, you know, it, it's like I'm speaking about the golden boy, you know, the, the face of PWX, you know, I... You know, my my personal feeling is, you know, and I've only talked to you a, a couple of times, and you know, it's not that I don't like you, Caleb. I you know, I, I don't know you. It's just this, I, I just have a hard time getting my whole brain around this thing that 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 you're the best that PWX has to offer. But with that being said, the million dollar question that I have for you, for you tonight, Mr. Conley, have you ever you're been anxious? Have you ever been in a grocery <laughs> store? or like, say, a CVS, and had this strange feeling like you were being watched only to turn around and see Laura following you around, snapping pictures? <laughs> Whoa, that's the million-dollar question? That's the million-dollar question. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I said to Caleb. I, I, not that I'm aware of. I wish I had a better answer well, for you, but I, 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 she, I, I've been stopped several times in, in several grocery stores, but I can't say that it's ever been a CVS and it's never been her. Very interesting. Very Thank interesting. You. Very interesting. Well, it just it goes back to something that we were talking about last night or last week about about trolling wrestlers and so on and so forth. It's an inside joke. Mr. Conley, I'd like to thank you very much for uh, taking the time to be with us this evening. Um, all, all kidding aside, all jokes aside, huge fan of PWX, huge fan of yours. Um, I think that this weekend, uh, like I said before, uh, a lot of eyes will be on these two events. Uh, I know after watching tape on both you and Cedric uh, that I could go out on a limb and say that uh, it could easily be, uh, and I know this term is thrown around loosely anymore in this business, it could easily be a five-star match. So um, all that being said, certainly wish the best of luck to both competitors, both to Cedric and yourself. And uh, I certainly hope 
Mr. Conley, that my, my gut feelings are wrong, and, and you're a man of your word, and, uh, and we see a, a fair contest. And let this be decided by a one, two, three in the ring. Well, I, I plan on getting the one, two, three in the middle of the ring. I'll guarantee you that. I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, if you're not in Concord, you better be watching on High Spots TV. Which is I know what that, I plan to do. Yeah, I know Laura had something that she needed to tell you, Caleb. It's just burning her okay. alive inside. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't troll wrestlers, okay? I don't do yeah. that. And the reason no. why that Caleb's never seen me, you know, when he's looked behind him is because I don't do things like that, okay? Yeah. But I, what, what I, yeah, oh, whatever. Um, what I would like to say to you, Caleb, is I really appreciate how kind you've been to me on Twitter and on Facebook and when I've met you in person. You've been absolutely super nice to me, and it means a lot, and I just wanted to tell you thank you and that I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. I, I support the people who support me. See, there you go, Bob. How could you not like that? I know. That's, that's and, very um, nice. <laughs> and if we could, I'd like to ask you if you record, if you would record a little bump for us. Sure. What do you want me to say? You know, like, um, I know what you could say. You could say, if you want, um, you're listening to Live from the Armory with Bunkhouse Bob and my BFF, Laura. I can definitely do that. Did you get a countdown, go, a drum roll, or something, and just ready to go? We're we're, we're um, cheap, Caleb. Do, we're we're <laughs> cheap, Caleb. I don't have a drum roll or a countdown. You can go when you're ready. All right. This is PWX champion Caleb Conley, and you're watching live from the Armory with Buckhouse Bob and my BFF Laura. Thank you very much, Caleb, for being with us tonight. Again, I wish you the best of luck in uh, Rise of the Champion 9 this weekend for PWX Wrestling. All right. I'll be back soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. See you Sunday, Caleb. And there goes Mr. Conley out into the, uh, into the cold night. Yeah, that's the way it goes. I'm going to have to find a new line, Laura, because when after it gets cold, I'll have to say something like the warm night. I hate, I hate to put Caleb on the spot, but it's seemingly I know, it's your me. job. It's my, my job. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a, a semi, an amateur uh, a, a journalist, so to speak. But I'm telling you, Laura, I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here talking to you, my hand to God. There's something funny going on, something funny. And that's probably what well, I should have said. I, I should have just been, you know, how I've, I've talked about, you know, all during the week last week, you know, we need to be respectful and this, that, and the other. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, there's something amiss. There's something amiss, and I'm going to have to get a hold of Cedric after the, after the show and send him, a, send him a message and let him know I've just got this bad feeling in my gut that he needs to watch his back. Well, I'm just going to say this right now. I like Cedric Alexander a whole lot. And, um, you know, uh, this is going to sound really bad. I don't care what Caleb does. He can turn heel, turn his ankle, turn the page. I don't care. I'm Team Caleb no matter what. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I am Team Caleb, no matter what. Just like I've supported CM Punk, no matter what he does, I support Caleb, no matter what he does. This is the man that is the is the franchise is supposedly the face. He's the PWX champion. How how unjust would it be to come down to this? To come down to Rise of the Champion Nine? To have some this match decided by some shenanigans instead of settled like two men in the ring? I I really don't think it's going to be some kind of shenanigans. I really really don't. But if it is, uh, you know. Times are tough. You got to do what you got to do, and you know, I'm Team Caleb for life. Well, in the immortal words of Ring of Honor champion Adam Cole, in order to get what you've never had, you have to do things that you've never done. Exactly. Exactly. See your boy Adam Cole. He's smart after all. Yeah, and guess who hangs out with Adam Cole? Matt Hardy does. And that's exactly what Matt's going to do to Caleb Conley on Sunday. He's going to knock Caleb Conley so hard that those bleach stripes are going to fall out of his hair. What is? What is? I'm not worried about old Matt Hardy. Yeah, I know another raspberry. He's got all county's money. Yeah, oh, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy. Um, I know. There's, there, there, there's something else that's on my mind, too, and, and I didn't want to interrupt him, and now after I've heard him, don't ever compare me with uh, the Tommy Thomas again. That that man is on, on, a, on a level underneath of me. If he wants to trade verbal, uh, verbal jabs and, and go on and on and talk about how we haven't shown him respect, we, we, we gave them airtime. And, and if he's backed himself into a corner where he has to put himself in harm's way, then that's what he's done. Perhaps if he were a better manager... He wouldn't have to be involved physically in a match. See, you know, there are powers of the mind and there are powers of the arm. And evidently, one of them is lacking. Well, he is, I still say he's the best manager in the business today. I still say that. Um but, you know, I, I was trying to tell him, you know, hey, Tommy, I was taking up for you earlier, and I couldn't get a word in his So, you know, if you're still listening, Tommy, I still don't think you should have to wrestle because, you know, I, I don't think you should have to put yourself in harm's way like that. But, you know. Well, I, didn't want, um, I, did, it, I didn't want him to get too wound up because it sounded like if you got him too wound up, he, he could go on like a used car salesman out in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> kind of like Josh, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and, it, and it's funny because we you know we talk about managers, and folks, I was expecting another call this evening, and we didn't get that call. Uh, last week, but, last week, I I addressed uh, one Mr. Stu Stone from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood in regards to him feeling it necessary for him to put his hands on, on Allie Parker and, and, and manhandle her and push her around. And, and I told him in no uncertain terms that, you know, if he ever put his hands on Allie Parker again, that I would come out to Cali and I would bounce him like a low rider in a Dr. Dre video. And Mr. Stone replied. 
and uh, said that he's not afraid of no ghosts, this, that, and the other. And I told him that uh, if he's seeing ghosts, I don't know why I haven't even hit him yet. So, you know, Mr. Stone uh, then proceeded to tell me and Laura that he was going to take time out of his evening tonight. And uh, by my watch, it is 8.45 Eastern time, and Mr. Stone has not called in. So what I would say to Stu Stone is, is that for a guy that seemingly has no problems in addressing me over social media, that uh, he seemingly cannot pick up the 1,000-pound phone and call into the show at 213-816-1605 and say anything to me via, via the show. Mr. Stone, if you're listening, or Allie, if you happen to, to tune in and download us on iTunes, and uh, you see Mr. Stone, I'm not a difficult man to find. Our show is on every Wednesday night from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Mr. Stone, if you'd like to call into the program and address me, you can do that at any time. You have an open invitation. You know, as long as we're not right in the middle of an interview, I have no problem. I will I will make time out of out of my evening and, and I know Laura doesn't mind. I will borrow some of her time and, and we can address whatever you feel that you need to address, whether it's ghosts, ghostbusters, Bill Murray, <laughs> the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Right well, whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. Got no problem with it. Well, um, you know, I, maybe he I, maybe he doesn't want to. I, I don't know. I mean, because you're pretty intimidating. I mean, come on, bunkhouse. Bob. I'm not intimidating. I mean, you, I'm not intimidating. You you rolled around in thumbtacks. It's all part of the job. It's all part of the job. I put myself in positions to help better our show, to help our guests shine. I'm just I'm just a vessel, Laura. That's all that I am. I'm just a vessel. Just the vessel, you know, I, and, and Just the vessel. You know, I, I sent out a message. This is kind of funny. I want to talk about this for a minute. We've got a few minutes. I sent out a message on Facebook over the course of the past week, and I told independent wrestlers, hey, I may inbox you and talk about, you know, see if you'd be interested in coming on our show. And, folks, I can tell you right now, we're already booked up uh, through May with guests. Uh, and and that's not tooting our own horn. Uh, you know, we, we have folks that we've asked to come on the show. I've had folks contact us to come on the show. Uh, and, and we're really mm-hmm. excited about some people that we've got coming up. And as a matter of fact, I'll go on and tell you all now, next week, Joining us here on the program next Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, $5 Wrestling, Hardcore Terry Houston, and $5 Wrestling Heavyweight Champ Big Donnie will be our guest next My week. Bed. And we're going to be talking about some Burke County boy business. And we'll talk about, you know, what the future of $5 Wrestling is and, and how things are going, uh, going for them. Uh, but at any rate, Send out some messages. You know, Laura and I, Laura knows, you know, we, we work, you know, we work as best we can. We both have shoot jobs during the day, and then we, uh, and then we do this. So I sent out a couple of messages, and I got one back. And uh, the, the person, I'm not going to say who the person was because I don't want to embarrass them. 
They sent me a message back and said, you've got to be freaking kidding me. You know, why would I want to come onto a radio? Why would I want to come onto a radio program? And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know. I think you might want to come on the radio program so that people might get to know you, and if they got to know you, they might go buy a ticket, and with them buying a ticket, that might help put some money in your pocket. You see, because promotion is a two-way street, folks. I'm not going to get on mm-hmm. here, and Laura's not going to get on here. And toot your horn if you can't take 20 minutes out of your day or your evening and call us and say, you know, hey, how's it going, Bunkhouse Bob? How's it going, lovely Laura? This is what's going on. This is where I'm wrestling. This is who I'm wrestling against. This is, you know, the promotion I'm wrestling for, you know, this, that, and the other. I'll give a a rub to anybody, you know, a little free promotion every now and then. But if I send you a message and say, hey, would you like to come on the show? And you're like, gee, I don't know. That says a lot about someone's character. Do you tell that to the promoter? Do you tell that to the promoter? Hey, I'd like to book you. Well, gee, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be booked or not. (laughs) You know, maybe you need to rethink the position. You know, and and we're not talking about, you know, me contacting, you know, WWE offices in Stanford, Connecticut, and going through the PR office and having to file out, you know, 600 pages of paperwork and get a list of questions that I can and can't ask. We're talking about an independent wrestler on an independent promotion. Says, gee, I don't know. Why would I want to do that? I don't know. Why would you want to do that? Well, I I didn't realize that. Everybody I've approached has been really, you know, receptive and been really, you know, thankful that we asked, you know? Well, and, you know, and then I sent out another message. I sent out another message last night. As a matter of fact, when we get off with the show, I've got to, uh, uh, I've got to send out this email to this person. Um, I sent out a message to, and uh, we're going to get this particular person booked on the show. And uh, it, it, this person was like, "Wow, you know, how cool is that? You know, I can get on your show and." You know, I can talk about who I'm wrestling and where I'm wrestling at and how I got in the business. And, you know, I have a merchandise site. Am I allowed to talk about it? And I'm like, well, yeah, you can. That's the whole well, idea. Well, you can talk about anything you want. That, that's the whole idea. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's awesome. It's, you know, people like that, you know, it makes it worthwhile what we do because, you know, being grateful you know, that somebody wants to talk to them, you know? Well, you know, it, and, and it's not about, you know, and I, I don't want folks to get misconstrued here. It's not about kissing our ass. And it's not about us not, kissing no, their ass. No, it's not. Excuse the English. I mean, that's just simply the, the easiest way that I can put it. You know, it, it's it's just about, you know, a mutual mutual promotion, you know. And uh, like I said, you know, I don't mind giving a free rub to somebody and, you know, Laura, we we talk about a lot of different people and a lot of different promotions. You know, and, and if do. there's somebody and that I there's somebody I haven't mentioned, it's either one, I'm not aware that they were on the card, or I wasn't aware that they worked for that promotion, or number two, and it, and it says this on our web page, we're only going to talk about promotions and wrestlers that we would spend our money on. Right, and, you know, a lot of people might think that, you know, uh, 
we're affiliated with PWX because we talk about them so much. The reason why I talk about PWX so much is because I love the product. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't talk about it so much. I wouldn't spend my money and go an hour and a half away from where I live, uh, which I plan on doing every month. They run a show in Ziggy's. Um, if it wasn't good, if I didn't believe wholeheartedly that this right here is the best wrestling I've seen in a very long time. I also love Dragon Gate and Evolve, and that's why we promote that, because it's a great product. So if <clears throat> anyone out there has somebody or has a promotion, a manager, a referee, a you know, ring announcer that you want to promote, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and we'll talk about it. I have no problem talking about anything at all. Just let us know because we don't know everything, you know. And unless well, you and tell the, us, we don't know. And the, and the other thing, Lori, is, is that, you know, it's about networking, you know, because, you know, if you have somebody that you know is a decent wrestler and you get them on the show and you have other people that are listening, other wrestlers or other promotions, and again, you know, I'm not blowing our own horn, but we've had folks that uh, have been on this program uh, that have talked about, that we've talked to them and, you know, talked about their matches and who they're wrestling for, and then other people go and check them out and they say, hey, this, this person might fit on what I'm trying to do. And the next thing you know, they get booked or called by another promoter or promotion, and you know it's a, uh, you know it, it's it, it's about a two-way street, you know. And we're not mm-hmm. here certainly to, you know, to run anybody in the ground. You know, I, I, I told you if, if there's a if there's something going on with a promotion I don't like, I'm going to be the first one to tell you. You know, just like when I, I told okay. you about the extreme the extreme rising thing. I have no idea of why Shane Douglas is on the Extreme Rising card. I have no idea of why Axel Rotten is on the Extreme Rising card. You know? Those are all very good questions. I mean, that that, that, that particular card, there are some decent matches that are listed on there. And it's not because I've, I've, I've borrowed the opinion of someone else. It's because of what I have seen occur in wrestling over the last two, three, four years you know that this gravy train, you know, of trying to cash in on the on the nostalgia of something that that's been gone for a long time continues to go on. And I'm all for fan fest, and I'm all for seeing, you know, the old timers, this, that, and the other. But I, honest to God, don't need to see another match between Axel Rotten and the Sandman. I just don't. That song's been played out a long time ago. Yeah, George I don't Cole need, is going to rip you a new one. <laughs> I'm sure that he will, and, that, and that's fine. That's that's fine. I don't need to hear Shane Douglas give a 15-minute pipe bomb about nothing because the pipe bomb is a dud. The greatest things that he ever said have, have already been said. There's nothing that he can add of any relevance at this point in time that would make me buy the Extreme Rising Eye Pay-Per-View. And that's just that's just my opinion. Now back right. in the day Everybody was, has an was opinion. Right. Back in the day was he exciting? Was it something to listen to? I mean, you know, one of the greatest controversial moments in, in wrestling history is Shane Douglas WA title. True. You know? So 
you know, I don't want to hear. See, I'm getting, I'm getting phone calls already. Phones are ringing. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't want to hear. I apologize for that, folks. I, I don't want to hear, you know, that he has something to add. You know, we've talked about this before, Laura and I did, and we're, we're running out of time. This is probably a topic for, for something else, and this goes back to my crankiness and Dave Batista and Shane Douglas and all this other stuff. Show me the relevance. Show me the relevance of how a person is affecting professional wrestling today. Again, thankful for the legends that came before, all the boots that have been filled. I get all that. Trust me, folks, I get it. But don't sit here and try to sell me a ticket about somebody whose relevance has long passed and you're considering them a marquee player. It's just just not going to happen for me. Just not going to happen. So, folks, we're almost out of time. Really like to thank Caleb Conley for uh, Caleb Conley for being with us tonight. Um, yes. Very, very, very big card coming up. If you get a chance, PWX Rise of the Champion Nine. It's going to be on iPay-Per-View at High Spots uh, TV. Please check that out. Laura, do you have anything you want to add to the good folks? Um, um, are you showing a call coming in from an area code that you may not recognize? Yeah. That would be someone you probably need to take. I know we're running out of time, but we could probably go a little over. We can go a little um, bit. Hold on here. Yeah. Hold on a second here. 336, you're on with live from the armory. Hello? 336? Uh, yeah, it's not that. It's... Uh, a three, are you showing a 323 area code? Because 336 is North Carolina. Okay, hold on a second. Hello. 323? Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Hello, this is your uh, this is your new friend at Stu Stone calling? Mr. Stone. I understand that uh, you uh, had a few things you wanted to say to me, sir. Well, yes, sir, I do. Let me formally introduce myself to you. My name is Bunkhouse Bob, and I am the co-host of the show. Bunkhouse Bob, pleasure to meet you, sir. Pleasure to meet you, I think. Mr. Stone, (laughs) I happen to uh, be watching an episode of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood uh, on MAV-TV. I think you were the guy that that was watching. Yeah, I was the one guy that was watching. I was the one guy watching you do something that no man should probably do. And that's put his hands on Allie Parker. And now I, I, I understand what you mean by that because she is so disgusting that no man should want to put their hands on her. And I agree with you in that what I, I use all the proper Purell and sanitation after the fact to protect myself from whatever diseases that she might be carrying. But I do appreciate oh. her concern for my well being. And yes, you're right, I probably shouldn't have touched her because she's filthy and disgusting and sleeps with the animals. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, it's not kosher, and uh, you're right, 100% right. I, uh, I appreciate you looking out for me, though. Mr. Stone, oh how God. dare you? How dare you come onto, onto our program and proceed to tell me about how filthy and how disgusting Allie is? I am sure that she is not only traumatized by this entire event, but I'm sure there are going to be serious ramica- ramifications 
for the family stone over this whole affair. Well, you know, that that remains to be seen. I mean, I have an appointment with uh, some of the best specialists in the country to make sure that I don't get any flesh-eating viruses or, uh, you know, any sort of uh, lesions or anything like that from, from the contact. But, you know, other than uh, health ramifications, I don't think uh, anything will uh, deter our dominance of, uh, of, the, of the championship wrestling for Hollywood Brandt. But I do appreciate your concern, and that's a shoot. Seriously, <laughs> flesh-eating virus. Seriously, are you worried about getting well, you know, Ebola? It, it, was... it, it, enough she, is enough with this she, nonsense. Mr. Stone, no, you cannot like, go around and put your hands on a woman like Allie Parker. You, you, you just don't do that, sir. Well, you usually have to pay when you uh, want to put your hands on her. She usually Mr. charges Stone, by the hour. Mr. Stone, no, sir. I, I no, group, we know. I, I, I had a Groupon. I had a Groupon. I had a Groupon. You had a coupon? Oh, a Groupon. You know, the whole... The, this isn't the quickie mart where you go get your beef jerky Slurpee from. We're not talking about that kind of coupon. Oh, oh okay. Can... I'm sorry. Now, enough is enough, Mr. Stone. In all fairness, sir, you cannot come onto a program like this and proceed to tell me that you think that Allie, Car- Allie Parker is nothing more than a high-paid call girl. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say high-paid, but yes, I mean, the second part I agree with. Oh, my God. Mr. Stone, I'm going to put this quite simply to you the best way that I can, okay? Yes, yes. If you ever think that it would be a good idea for you to put your hands on Allie Parker again, you're going to force me to have to come out to California myself, ride out to Cali, come out I-20, and I will bounce you like a low rider in a Dr. Dre video if you lay your hands on her again. (laughs) That is actually one of the most endearing things that anyone with the nickname Bunkhouse has ever said to me. And uh, I invite you, you know, bring the whole family, load up the pickup, come on down. If you need to borrow, I have a Chevron card. I can send it. That'll help gas you up. Come on down the I-20 and, uh, and, and come on down. I mean, literally, I would love it. I would, nothing would make me happier than to have you come down to one of our shows and, uh, you know, protect uh, Allie Parker. Uh, well, you should be protecting me from her, really. But you know, that's a uh, you know, it's, it's a very noble gesture on your part, and uh, it's very rare that she would have a, a, a knight in shining armor, so to speak, that would uh, come to her rescue like this. And I find it quite admirable, as a matter of fact. And I respect I respect your stance on it so much so that this is an open invitation from me to you to come on down and let's get this done. I like Doctor Dre. Mr. Stone, there's an old adage in these neck of the woods that says something like this. Be careful what you wish for. You just may get it. Fair enough. And I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this, uh, this conversation with you, and I hope that I didn't uh, impede with your broadcast time here. But, uh, no, you sir, know, you I was did told not. That, I, I was told that, uh, you know, this was going to be uh, a revolutionary phone call that was going to change my life, and it has, because my life was very boring until this call and now I have some excitement to look forward to. I am, I am the Zig Ziglar of broadcast, res, uh, broadcast wrestling radio. Well, Mountain oh, Coast to you. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, all, 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 all terrorist threats aside, are you a fan of the product at least? Absolutely. I are have you? my DVR. I have my DVR set. Honestly, God, I have my DVR set to record you guys. It comes on at a. Uh, at a strange hour here where I live, uh, but I DVR it, I get it. 
Uh, and I usually get two episodes a week. Um, and, uh, yeah, I do. There's, uh, we've talked about championship wrestling from Hollywood on our program several times in the, fa- in the past. Um, really mm-hmm. big fan of the product. Uh, was I started watching? Well, that's, that's something that we. That's something we can both agree on, right there. Then, that's, I'm a big Absolutely. fan as well, and it's great to be a I part started, of. It. Started watching right before Sean Ricker left. Right, right. As a matter of fact, right before the death of Percy Pringle, is when I started watching. Right, right. So you saw the red carpet rumble and all the stuff that we Absolutely. did over the summer and yes. stuff with Adam Pierce and yeah, it's, uh, well, I can tell you, before you started watching, there was a lot of great talent that came through our show. Of course, we had Colt Cabana and Claudio Castagnoli and uh, Austin Aries, and uh, there was sort of like a, uh, a purging of our talents, and uh, we kind of had to, you know, find stars from within. And I would say that the roster that Dave Marquez has, has put together has been uh, very, very fun to work with. Guys like Willie Mack, uh, guys, you know, obviously the Family Stone I'm impartial to, uh, you know, Ali Parker, who's uh, known as uh, Kylie Sutton on our show. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great talent, and uh, it's great that guys like you can uh, can watch it and, of course, spread the word about it. And uh, maybe in a future time, when you're not so angry with me, we can have an extended conversation about, about wrestling and championship wrestling from Hollywood specifically. I would, I would absolutely oh. love that. And uh, what I will do is, is that uh, Laura or myself will contact you. As a matter of fact, we're already in contact with the talent there. Uh, Mr. Johnny Yuma, who will be coming uh, onto yes. our program in the future. So Great. We, uh, we we have made contact. And and the one thing that I did did want to ask you really quickly was the recording schedule uh, that you guys are on. I know that a lot of your events uh, have like a like a three o'clock or a four o'clock bell time. How does the recording process for for your product go? Does it do you record multiple episodes and and well, we used to we used to uh, not uh, sorry to cut you off. We usually uh, we usually used to we used to tape once a month. We would tape four episodes in one session. But uh, the new venue that we're now taping out of, which is an awesome awesome venue, uh, they love us there so much that they now we go there uh, by month uh, every other week. We're there twice a month. So typically yeah. we tape one to two episodes every time. And that's so at the Oceanside Pavilion. Yeah, at the Oceanside Pavilion. It used to be a real marathon taping, but now it's it's become a pretty good uh, a pretty good deal. You come out there at three o'clock, you're out of there by five, and you will have seen you know two hours minimum of uh, some of the best that we have to offer. And you can't beat the price either. Free. That's what I have been telling folks on on our show uh, that every time that I, I check and, and we we mention an event that's coming up and we we. Uh, we we put your events out to the people and, and let them know the dates and so on and so forth. But it, it shows right on the website that it's listed as free. So how cool is that? Yeah, it's it's absolutely great. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Jew and I like free things. I think it's an actual great value. Uh, and, and uh, of course, I'm sure you've heard about uh, that uh, Dave Marquez is, has big plans for the United Wrestling Network that he's putting together with a bunch of promotions, trying to form a new you know, governing body and crown a world champion this summer. So, it's, things are going to be really picking up, especially on our show. So it's great right. to have uh, eyeballs on it. And it's, it's, all, all jokes aside, for real, thank you for supporting the show and spreading the word. We appreciate it. I Not a problem at all. Oh, no, no, thank you very much, too. It's an absolute pleasure and honor to have you stop by the program. And, 
And uh, like I said, either Laura or I will contact you, and, and we'll, we'll set yeah, up a full, a yeah, full we can legitimate have a real interview talk for you. Yeah, I would, I would love that. So let me know when you want to do it, and, uh, and I'll be here. And thanks for having All right. me. And, Thank uh, you so I look much. Forward to having you, I look forward to having you come and kick my ass one day. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Thank you. I appreciate you talking to me. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Thank you now. Later, Stu. Bye-bye. How cool is that to have Stu Stone stop by? Yeah, and to challenge you. I think you need to get on I-20 and head on over to Championship Wrestling from Florida because that, you know, you say you're a, a wrestling genius. This way you could actually prove it. Well, you know what I might have to do is that I might have to go up I-75 North first and stop up at high spots and take back every word that I said about Caleb and maybe try to get some training in because my elbow drop could use some work. <laughs> and that spinning toe hold. My spinning toe hold. My, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Folks, we are completely out of time for this evening. What a great show. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Stu Stone. Thank you to the fans for tuning in and listening. We'll put up all the links on the website, hopefully tonight. Uh, and if I don't, we'll get them up tomorrow night. Laura, do you want to say goodnight to the folks? just want to say thanks for, to everybody for tuning in tonight. Thank you, Caleb Conley. You're the best. And thanks to Sue Stone for calling in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Folks, we'll see you Wednesday night next week, $5 Wrestling Hardcore Terry Houston, Big Donnie, $5 Heavyweight Champ. And remember, there is never a bad seat here at the Armory.